0: Hello, I'm Marcus Mulkay, and you're listening to the Churchill Fellowship Interviews, a series of recordings from my 2018 adventure, travelling across the USA researching makerspaces and digital technology in schools. I reckon you've got the best job in the world because you're actually seeing what I think is the most exciting part of what's going on in education at the moment, the makerspace and all the things involved with it. You've probably had some amazing experiences going through schools and seeing things. Can you share a couple of really cool experiences which you've uh
1: Sure, sure. No problem. And I definitely am privileged in many ways um, and really do enjoy and love the work that I do. Um, and I have seen a lot of exciting schools and a, a lot of ex- exciting working uh, learning experiences taking place. And I've met a lot of great educators uh, who identify as makers, who don't identify as makers, who are in the transition or somewhere in between. Um, one of the greatest schools that I've been to recently is a public school in Washington, D.C. It's a newly emergent, a um, newly founded rather uh, K-12 through school and they've just got students in K-3 through right now and every classroom has a makerspace um, but it's not what we think of in terms of makerspace with fancy tools and everything, it just means giving space for making and the teachers are really great about supporting kids and having the space to make every day as part of what they do um, so that's something that's been really exciting uh, for me to, to see and to collaborate with those folks in that environment. Um, Other spaces that I've seen that have been really exciting to me is uh, one of the spaces that you visited on your trip, a school in San Francisco, California that's in an old mayonnaise factory and they've just got these giant structures everywhere and the the environment changes all the time and it's just really great energy there and it's wonderful to see kids uh, not only take charge of their learning but also take charge of where their learning happens uh, because how they shape their environment uh, really does shape how they engage with Um, the world and the content and the ideas and the relationships they make within it.
0: You're involved with a new project now. It's Making Across the Curriculum. Do you want to talk about
1: that? Give us some feel for where that's going? Sure. The Making Across the Curriculum project, this is a really exciting project. Uh, It's a collaboration with the Washington International School in Washington, D.C., here in the United States. It's uh, partially funded by the E.E. Ford Foundation with matching support um, from individual donors. Um, And that's... really just it's it's such an exciting project it builds off of this premise that uh, the whole concept of a makerspace is really kind of unfortunately named because it suggests that making happens in that one environment that space and it's isolated and that kind of learning happens over there but what this project's really hoping to explore is how can we take the thinking and learning that happens within makerspaces and bring that throughout the different content areas and different grade levels and everything. So really to bring making across the curriculum in some sort of way. And from more of a social justice kind of perspective, um, we feel that if if all young people are really going to have access to making, if we're going to achieve inclusion and equity in regards to maker-centered learning, well then making really does have to be incorporated throughout the curriculum because so many schools are not going to be able to have a maker space, and I mean that in two ways, you know, a physical maker space, but also the space within the curriculum for making. So if we want all young children to really experience making or to bring their making to the fore, then we do have to develop strategies to incorporate making across the curriculum. So that's exciting work that's happening with our colleagues in D.C. Uh, And we're starting with the Washington International School, but in the fall, hope to move into working with uh, collaborations with uh, Washington, D.C. public schools as well. So a great opportunity and um, really uh, hoping for and expecting big things from that project. Exciting stuff. I
0: love it. Uh, Edward, now
1: I want you to picture how things will be in five years. Is making
0: something which is going on in schools and across communities in five and ten years? Can you
1: give us a bit of a picture about where we're going? Sure, sure, sure. So I'll be honest with you, Marcus. You you kind of primed me with this question <laughs> about ten minutes ago, and immediately I gripped onto a narrative, and I'm just going to kind of walk yeah, go you with through it. it. Um, so where is making gonna be in five or ten years or something like that um, and with all due respect it's sort of a ridiculous question because making's not going to go anywhere because it's always been about a part of who we are as, as human beings as people uh, I really do believe that young people make things in school all the time so I do think that you know young people will be making things in school five and ten years from now we just might not call it you know and this is me with air quotes right now we just might not call it maker you know it might be something else. We're calling it maker right now. Um, And like making is something unique and esoteric or something. And I think it's really not. It's part of what makes us human. So what I'd like to see in five to ten years is that we allow more space for making. Um, And that's within the curriculum in many different ways. We bring it into the different content areas in many different ways. And we're intentional about making in schools. It's not just a residual thing. It's not just something reserved for a nice to have project at the end of a term or something like that it's how people learn um, because it's it's what shapes us as human beings and i think what shapes us as human beings could really support us in shaping how we learn
0: edward we're living in very exciting times i love your work thank you very much for uh for joining us on radio carol
1: great thank you so much marcus and i hope to see you on your home turf sometime soon
0: yeah absolutely good great on, edward.
1: thank you you got it good luck to you and your colleagues thank you
0: Thank you for listening to the Churchill Fellowship interviews. You can find the complete series at radiocarum.org.